What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Living Electric. We're going to start with our newest and favorite segment on the show, uh, Living the Electric Life. So we're going to talk about something we've done recently related to EVs, sustainable energy, all of that good stuff. So um, we're most of the bulk of the show, I think, is going to be talking about Brandon's, uh, how he's converted a lot of stuff in his home to be more or upgraded electric, I guess. <laughs> so yes, yes, we're working through the nightmare that our house was. Yeah, <laughs> for the last few months. So, um, but before we get to that, I did take a trip to Indianapolis over the weekend. So that was my kind of uh, electric travels, if you will. So one thing I noticed on that trip that I've continued to see as the trips have uh, have has happened is. I now have, I think, four charging stops on the way to Indianapolis, which I only had one when I first got my car in between Columbus and Indy. So I had to stop at this Dayton supercharger all the time. It was frequently very busy because it's right on the north side of Dayton. It's really the only charging stop kind of in that area, in Dayton even. Like, I think Dayton just got their second supercharger, right? I think the Beaver Creek I, one went live. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, Beaver Creek, you said? Yeah. So I think that one uh, is going to help a little bit in Dayton, but I've noticed stopping at some of these more rural superchargers that are just off random exits along the highway are way less crowded. So I can usually pull into those, stop, get out, charge, like do that relatively quickly. Whereas I try to avoid the ones that are closer to cities because they're just populated yeah. with people that live around there and want to get their charging done. So that's yeah. at least what I've noticed. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, we noticed that on our road trip, too. Like, a lot of the rural spots, you were the only ones there. And then right. if somebody showed up, it was almost like uh, it was almost like a pleasant surprise. Yeah. <laughs> There's another tussle in the area. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but one thing, like, I've noticed now, too, is I really wish my parents had uh, home charging. Because mm. if they had home charging, then I don't think we'd have to stop at all on the drive. And now we have to spend, like, probably... 15 20 minutes on the way there and back at a charger whereas if we had charging at the house i could just push it and get there with relatively low state of charge but i can't do that i've got to have enough to have some buffer when i arrive <laughs> yeah. and uh and the wall outlet isn't getting it done to charge up enough we still only leave with like 60 percent even after sitting there for the full weekend so yeah yeah, I was I was actually going to ask you, um, did you get a chance to um, I, I know you level one charge at your parents house, but um, d did you get a chance to try any of the new superchargers along the route? I didn't. I, I only stopped at the we really like the Richmond, Indiana charger because it's right near the mire. Um, oh, yeah. But we did drive past that new Spiceland one, which I think is in between Richmond and Indy. Um, but didn't stop there cause we had enough to keep going. So it's kind of with charging stops. Like I don't do as much if it's a shorter trip like this where I only need one stop. I don't usually plug it into the nav. Like I know what supercharger I want to stop at. So I'll just plug that one in and that one's kind of better placed halfway where we're at a relatively low state of charge when we get there and can charge faster. So that's kind of the philosophy we take with those. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. Um, I, I was actually thinking because, you know, now that we live further away from my parents' house in, in Cleveland, um, <laughs> yeah. have you thought, have you talked with your parents about installing a level two? I mean, I know it would mostly just be used by you, but right. um, have yeah. you talked with them about that? I haven't, no. 
I I'm kind of hoping one of my parents gets an EV here in the next few years. Um, just cause they don't do as much. Like, um, I know my mom does a lot of driving. My dad does a decent amount, but not like mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't think their situation necessarily merits an EV quite yet. Cause like, um, my mom doesn't commute, but she's like driving all the time. Like a lot of long highway travel just with our family stuff going on. Um, and same with, my dad and they travel to go see my brother play football every weekend. So that's also another thing where some of these games are in random rural parts of Indiana that <laughs> don't have any charging <laughs> infrastructure. So an EV isn't necessarily the best, uh, best option for them. So <laughs> got it. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know after, uh, just getting another level two installed at the house, it, uh, depending on the install, as you know, you know, we yeah. talked about it. It could be pretty right. expensive. <laughs> right. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I even thought about just, like, asking my parents if they could put in, like, a, um you know, like, just, like, a dedicated NEMA 1450 outlet. Yeah. You know, that way we could use, like, a mobile connector or something like that. But right. even that could be a few hundred dollars. And, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm still trying to convince my parents to get an electric car. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting, like, especially with uh, with parents that maybe don't have a normal, like, work schedule, too. I don't know. I don't want to get too much into family stuff on the show of like what our families do. Um, but I know like some people, as they kind of progress in their careers, they don't always necessarily have a normal commute, if you will, like just going mm-hmm. into the office five days a week. Like that's not as common. I feel like as you kind of uh, go farther along in your, your career. So some people just want to stick with gas cause they like that flexibility. Don't necessarily want to have to worry about a new, new thing and trying to find chargers, which I, I get to a point. So yeah, yeah. yeah 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 the car has to work for you you know right. you shouldn't have to work for the car <laughs> yeah exactly so well it sounds like you guys had a good trip yeah yeah it was good um my brother played the it was i think number three against number four in his like football league that he's in so it was a great game they ended up losing unfortunately by two oh. points like in the fourth oh, quarter it was geez. yeah it was rough game for that but they played really well so um oh, good yeah playoffs will be starting here in a couple of weeks so we'll be following that <laughs> nice, but, nice yeah well it, it sounds like you guys might get more opportunities to try some of those new uh supercharger right yeah we're yeah. traveling uh because sometimes they play like these playoff games in like iowa so might be uh depending on how things go we'll see if we find our way <laughs> driving up there yeah. or something <laughs> so we'll see Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but um, home charging is probably a good segue to your whole situation. So do you yes. want to give us the the background on what's going on? We've obviously covered your move already, but tell us kind of more of the details on the, the electrical side. Yes. So um, if you guys follow me on social, I've been relatively quiet <laughs> about our new home. Uh, quiet for um, Brandon, is that what you're saying? <laughs> What'd you say? Quiet for Brandon, is that what you're saying? Yes. Relatively quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Meet, meet meet me in person, and I never shut up. But online, I'll I'll be pretty selective of what I say. <laughs> but um, yeah. No. So you know, as you guys know, you know, Tyler and I moved to Columbus over the summer. We bought a new house, and um, we have ran into a plethora of electrical issues. 
since we moved in. Um, so, uh, you know, Alex, I know during the the prep of today's episode, you mentioned you had some, you know, some questions and some opinions and feedback about inspections right. and stuff like that from your experience. Um, but um, but essentially, I'll just drop drop the bomb now. Um, we have spent close to twenty two thousand dollars in the last few months just making sure that our house is safe to live in um, because the inspector we hired missed essentially everything that could have been <laughs> deemed a hazard <laughs> oh my so, gosh yeah 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 was so, that, um did they bring up anything on the inspection to say I, like <laughs> get this looked at this doesn't look right or was it like oh it looks fine like was there any yeah. indication no so the the only thing that the inspector brought up was a junction box in our in our garage that just needed organized but what we you know kind of come to find out that if he would have just looked up he would have seen crossed live wires going all over the ceiling in our garage oh and my gosh all he did was just look at that one junction box and that's all that's so all interesting that's so yeah. interesting yeah uh, yeah so um you know i'll just i'll just start from the beginning um the the reason <laughs> the, the you know how we found out that we had electrical issues is i went to plug in our tesla on an outdoor outlet and when i opened it it looked old and i was like oh you know i'll drop the amperage on the car you know we'll see what happens and um plugged it in and i went inside and i turned on one of our air purifiers and i heard like electrical like buzzing and i was like oh, oh no, no. that's not this? good and then all of a sudden, like the the air purifier just like went through the roof in terms of like its fan speed, and I'm like, this is not right. So I unplugged it, and um, you know we called an electrician to replace outlets. And um, I'm just going to give a huge shout out because they've been a lifesaver, uh, Safe Electric here in Columbus. Yeah, um, Eric, Eric specifically, and you know all the apprentices, uh, the apprentices that come with him have just been amazing. Um, but they actually did a walkthrough of our house for free um oh wow before they even reinstalled you know like new outlets or anything and uh that's that's when he pulled us aside and showed us the checklist <laughs> of everything Their that was wrong with our house. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah so um that included a brand new meter because our meter was literally burnt through um it, it was literally, I think Eric said it was like a week to a few months before it was a potential fire, like a real fire hazard. And he knew he had to get it replaced immediately. Um, the uh, company that did our our um, kitchen wired all of our electrical appliances onto one circuit. Um, so that's a microwave, a dishwasher, a refrigerator, uh, garbage disposal, as well as an electric oven. Oh all on one my circuit. gosh. One yes. circuit? One circuit, yes. Oh yep. my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. And <laughs> so, okay. And, and, and on top of it, the same cabinet company, I just want to put emphasis, a cabinet company, who one didn't even really do a good job with the cabinets, but that's a whole other thing, did the main panel too without going up to code, like, you know, in terms of like the install. Um, so. Yeah. Essentially, this review by Safe Electric showed that the panel was installed incorrectly and um, it, it just nothing was up to code. Um, oh. We also found out that we had aluminum wiring in the house, which um, is no longer, you know, being installed in houses due to it being a fire hazard. <laughs> so it's like, cool. Um, so, 
yeah, that, that essentially kind of like set off this like ripple effect in August of the biggest project of, you know, replacing the meter, getting things, uh, getting our new 200 amp panel installed, just making sure things were safe. Right. And um, on top of it, upon um, them working on it, we actually ran into an issue from the utility line where squirrels actually chewed through the aluminum. And the main line from our house to the, the you know, the main utility line um, was about to snap at any moment, too. <laughs> so My gosh. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah. So that was, <laughs> that was $18,000. Right, right Jeez. off the bat. Literally like four weeks into us moving into our new right. house. Right. <laughs> Great bill you want to get as soon as you move into a new house. My goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of my comments I wanted to bring up. And something we'll definitely do if we buy an older house for our next home is like get separate inspections for all of the mm -hmm. kind of high level items in your house. Because I feel like the general home inspectors they're just kind of looking for very high level like are there any glaring issues with the home that like could potentially be a hazard or potentially not get your loan approved um by the by the company so mm -hmm. that part i think scares me because they are not like you can't be a a master of all trades if you will like you're you probably have a working knowledge of most stuff but in terms of being able to do the deep dive like the electrical company did i think it's always worth it if you've got if you if it even just looks weird to you like have an electrical inspector come out and do that kind of report and be like because that's something you could have brought up during the buying process and be like this yeah. electrical company is t saying all these things are wrong and it's going to cost x amount to do it either give us a discount on this home or we're not buying it <laughs> like yeah. that could really like <laughs> make or break buying decisions so yeah, yeah like and especially like for EV owners, I think it's even more important because generally you are installing home charging. I don't know of many homes that come with EV chargers already. Um, I'm sure that number's growing, but it's I assume it's relatively low right now. Um, yeah, but that's, our old that's, house did. That's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, so that's something I think especially you want to look at is, hey, can I install EV charging at this home? Like that's something you've got to be looking for if you're looking at buying a new home as, a, as an EV owner. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it was definitely a lot of, it was definitely a learning lesson with this house, like getting yeah. into it and, and figuring out the inspections and stuff like that. I, I do want right. to say I am fully aware of uh, the insurance that every single inspector is supposed to cover, you know, like um, have coverage for just in case of like something they missed on their inspection it happens to be an issue for the buyer. Yeah. I don't want to get into it on this podcast, you know, but just it it fell through in terms of our argument with our inspector just because you know the sheer amount of things that he blatantly missed yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's um you know just just be aware of that too you know every official inspector license and inspector should have uh inspector insurance yeah so definitely yeah yeah i know um, even with our house like we kind of had the same thing when we moved in it's like oh like some of the stuff they definitely missed on the inspection or like we should have had a second opinion on um like our chimney is a good example like there's a whole separate chimney inspector that could come out and look at your chimney mm -hmm. and make sure it's all all good because we had like water leaking through it like <laughs> earlier this year so it's like how are in like for first-time home buyers like not to completely derail our conversation here <laughs> but yeah. on electrical stuff yeah, um, but it, it's good advice for people <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. a lot of this stuff is very 
like very overwhelming for a first time home buyer. Um, oh yeah. Very yeah. like there's just so much to learn, so much to think about, like. And sometimes real estate agents aren't necessarily the best resource because they're trying to sell you a home. They're not trying to teach you how to buy a home. So um, I think just being, as we preach education on this podcast, it's true in all facets of your life. Like get as educated as you can on the home buying yes. process, everything that goes into it, things you need to look out for. Uh, lean on your circle of, uh, of family and friends as well if they've gone through the process. I think I know a lot of people have similar experiences to us two where they've bought a house and then figured out a bunch of stuff's wrong that they maybe weren't aware of. So um, just doing the due diligence there and like, don't be afraid to investigate things because people are wrong all the time. So, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, to um, talk about the inspection, you know, a lot of times like general inspectors just take things at eye value, you know, like, or at face value, like they, yeah. they see things and they don't necessarily tear open outlets yeah. or, you know, tear open and drywall. They can't, you know. they yeah. can't right? Yeah, they they can't. can only look at like, <laughs> it's a visual inspection. They can't be ripping stuff open and diving mm -hmm. into things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate, but there was definitely, you know, some things where if they, if, you know, they would have just looked up, you know, like the wires in our garage or, you know, with the panel, if they would have just looked up, they would have seen that it wasn't installed correctly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just like, it's just those small things that if they would have just seen it, it would have saved us a lot of time and money. <laughs> right. To be honest. Right. Yeah. But I, I think, I think the toughest thing too, is that like, you know, as we, as we went into the projects, it went from a, uh, like it, it essentially went, it was a seven day project, I believe. Like it started oh, wow. off as like a smaller project, you know, like we can get all this stuff done. But the thing is, is as they started tearing into things, they started finding things that were wrong. Right. Um, you know, there, there were outlets that weren't installed on proper boxes. There was light switches mm. that were literally like the wires were touching insulation, which is a fire hazard there. Right. Um, the, the microwave, I remember every time Tyler and I would hit the microwave, it would shut down the entire house because of it <laughs> being on one circuit. So, so, um, Yikes. we found out that the, the microwave outlet was actually not installed properly. They mounted it right onto the cabinet instead of like actually having a box. Oh um, my gosh one of the lights in the guest room didn't work and we found out that it had broken wires in the walls. So they had to rewire all of that. Um, and it, yeah, it, it just was Goes like, on. it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I mean like, you know, and this was just the, the first project, you know, this right. was the, the biggest project is just getting the house, you know, safe for us. Yeah. This wasn't, um, you know, this Nothing wasn't EV like related. No, yeah, this this had nothing to do with our charger. It was just yeah. getting it safe. Um, right. But, um, and, you know, I can send photos because, like, um, the uh, the meter itself literally was singed. I mean, I really don't know how the house never caught on fire before Jeez. we bought it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's another thing. And this isn't me, you know, like, um, like, talking smack about people who flip homes because people do, you know, some people do a decent job with, like, renovating homes. Others right. don't, and yeah. you know you t you really have to vet out your contractors and like really figure out who's going to do the best job. And right. sadly, Tyler and I ended up with a pretty poorly flipped home. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 And again, but, uh, I mean, there to your like earlier point, the inspection is only visual. So if they do a good job of just making it look good, then yeah. that can that can kind of over 
like wash out some of the maybe underlying issues that are behind a cabinet or are behind mm-hmm. the wall or are just like built into the home that are kind of hidden if you will because they've just been covered up over the years so yep 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 and that's that's exactly what happened with our house you know and like you even i mean your house is even even older than ours i'm sure you know you guys are going to you know stumble upon things as oh time yeah goes on. i'm just like, like <laughs> trying not to think about it too much because there's i know there's a lot of stuff we want to do and change and upgrade so um yeah. yeah it's it's gonna be quite the process i think digging in more to all that stuff so oh yeah yeah um I did want to ask on the the electrical stuff. So the the main thing that tipped you off was plugging in your car, though. Like, did you notice anything else that like was weird? I I mean the microwave, yeah. Um, oh yeah, and I'm sure the kitchen when, had to be one of the first because you're using uh, the kitchen all the time. So oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was. I mean, like that just proved to me that whoever did this house just like really had no clue what they were yeah. doing because they converted it from a gas stove to an electric stove. And you know, great, everything went, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great. I mean, I'm, I'm happy, but it's just like, just do it right. You know, like yeah. don't put the people who buy the house in danger, but the, the, um, the actually the pre, you know, to preface this, uh, big project, I remember when we were moving things into the house, I was putting fans up in our bedroom and I plugged one in and I started smelling like almost like something was burning. And, and I called one of the movers over. I'm like, hey, like, you know, just smell this. You know, do you smell anything? And he's like, oh, yeah, I do smell something. Well, it turns out that they had painted over all of the outlets. And their paint had gotten into the outlet. But from the outside, you really couldn't tell. So when I plugged it in, paint went into the wiring. And it started, like, burning like melted. off. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, that, that – the, um, yeah, but but the the whole plugging in the Tesla thing is what really made me realize that there's something <laughs> way worse here than than yeah. we know of. Right. Um, yeah. So did you put? You know, we got those. Oh, good. Over this over this whole seven day process, did you have to like? Because I think you were telling me you didn't charge your car at home like at all during that whole time, yeah. right? Yeah, we went. Um, we actually really haven't charged our car at all in the last five months at home. Um, <laughs> we yeah, we've been relying on public chargers just because we, you know, we know the house is safe now. Um, yeah, obviously since we just got a level two charger installed, which you know I'll talk about in a second. Right. Um, but yeah, we never, never really, you know, we were so hesitant to plug in more than we could. You know, if the, right. if the AC was running, we wouldn't want you know run the dryer like yeah. everything. Even now, I'm still like slightly paranoid about what right. I run. Yeah, you know, you just never know. But yeah, no, we never, we never plugged in our cars at all. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I wouldn't so. feel comfortable doing either, <laughs> to be honest. No. So I don't blame you. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. So, but um, yeah. So you know, we we replaced those old outdoor outlets. Um, you know, we uh, uh well, I can't really say we. I'm going to say Safe Electric. I, I supervise. <laughs> um, they're, they're going to listen to this episode. I told them about it today. Um. <laughs> But um, yeah, so, you know, they did a fantastic job about diagnosing what needed, you know, um, corrected and what, you know, how it needed to be repaired in order for us to essentially be safe to live in our home. Right. Um, so, you know, after after they did all that and, you know, the project got extended to multiple days, almost, you know, totaling a week, um, everything was, was good in our, our house. You know, like everything has been working. We still didn't get a level two installed and, you know... Um, we went about like two months before we really did any other updates. Um, well, we got the outlets 
updated in our in our family room, which is an addition they built in the 80s. Well, it turns out that they installed every single outlet, um, not really in a box. You know, it was uh, recessed. So Tyler pushed one in and the outlet like actually caved into the wall. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And some of the outlets were actually installed with uh, deck screws, like two inch long deck screws, which is totally unnecessary. <laughs> Jeez. So, um, yeah, it, it was funny. Every time Eric, the, the, um, electrician would come over, I'd be like, it's Christmas What's time next? again. See, <laughs> see what you find. You right. Know? Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's frustrating. So, yeah, yeah. So that, that, uh, outlet replacement was about nine, $900. You know, we did some lighting upgrades as well, uh, throughout the house. Um, you know, we got some, uh, fans put up and stuff. Um, so we actually got a new dining room light put up well they had a fan there before you saw that that, yeah. that silver fan mm-hmm. that we had um it wasn't attached to a fan box uh another thing that is not up to code <laughs> just drilled into the wall like <laughs> uh, into the into, <laughs> or the, into the ceiling or the the beam yeah oh yeah. my god! It, it was on a proper mount but it just wasn't installed on a fan was box, on a box. So, jeez yeah uh. um so that was fun. But fast forwarding <laughs> to today, we finally have our level two home charger installed. Um, I saw that. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so sorry if I'm if I'm rambling. I don't know. If no, you had go any. for it. Um, <laughs> um, the uh, so yeah, go yeah. Ahead. I saw. Do you have any pictures of your home charger? Maybe you could share right yeah. now, or is it uh, or is oh. it like on your phone or something? Uh, I don't know how easy to view pictures phone. on your on your uh, computer that are on your phone. I, uh, do iPhones have... do that? Like, on if you pull up like Apple Photos, will your like photos from your phone show up on there, or does it Maybe? not sync like that? Uh, let me Isn't see the Apple syncs. ecosystem supposed to be the best? This is what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you you woke up and chose violence today. Jeez. <laughs> Here, let me. I, 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 I... It did sync. It it synced. So let me share my screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's still loading that's all good Is it we, forget, load? we forget to do this on podcasts sometimes to actually like share <laughs> photos so and talk smack about our, our cell phones there we go now it loaded. <laughs> oh nice there we go <laughs> yeah yeah so we we went with the um brand new tesla universal wall connector um a little bit on the pricier side, but we definitely felt like yeah. this was the best future-proof uh, home charging solution at the moment. Right. Um, just because it offers both, a, you know, the the NAX red connector as well as the uh, green J1772 right. mini Magic Dock yeah. um, built in. So um, th- this is nice. You know, ever since we got the 200-amp panel installed, this was a pretty easy install. You know, right. we a dedicated 60-amp breaker so we can charge up to, you know, 48 amps or 11.5 kilowatts, which is really what we wanted. Right. Um, and it's uh, right outside our back door, right along our driveway. So it's, yeah. it's yeah, it, and it turned out beautiful. I mean, like they did a fantastic job on this install. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. Is this like, um, the only thing I was going to point out, and I meant to text you this, is the, the fence right there. Can you still like reach over there and grab the cord? You don't have to like walk around and then like go plug in the car, do you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we okay. we were uh, we purposely positioned it closer to the fence, okay. um, being mindful of the motion to pull the magic dock out because yeah. you know you have to. Um, I've already hit my elbow a little bit, but that's because I like it's 
brand new. I kind of like had to pull it out. But um, we we did it a little shorter uh, for people with shorter arms, you know, shorter arms, aka Tyler. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! So you know, even even he can reach it. So that's good. That's yeah. Good. yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. So I'm uh, pretty happy with it. Um, you know, as as we've read online, some people have been having issues with the universal wall connector not working with non Tesla. So I guess we got pretty right. lucky that it's working for now. Um. But yeah, I'm um, I'm really happy we finally have home charging after like five months of not right. having it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's got to feel yeah. good. And on a panel and everything upgraded, that makes you feel safer too. <laughs> so. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, and, and knowing that it was done right, you know, right? It, it, yeah. That that's that's one thing. You know, when it when it comes to getting a home charger installed or really any electrical work, you know, definitely do your reviews. You know, get quotes. Um, you know, do some research, but, um, right. Ever since we found safe electric, they know our house now, especially since yeah, they like, that effectively helps. rebuilt the entire system. <laughs> so <laughs> they better know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That's yeah, funny. just, you know, pro- props to Eric and all, you know, everybody on their team, they've just been right. amazing. So if you're right. in Columbus looking for an electrician, I highly recommend giving them a call. Yeah, it's um, good to know. Yeah, did you consider yeah, yeah. So putting it on to... the the side of your house there, or was this the the best option there, like the driveway uh, side, if you will? Yeah. Um. So it, there's an awning that will cover it from like rain and snow, even though it's you know weatherproof. Oh, um, yeah. But our driveway is so narrow that if we would have had it like actually on the side, we probably would hit it with one of the cars. That's fair. Yeah. And if you're yeah. testing a larger vehicle or get a truck at some point, you don't want to <laughs> block your driveway. So <laughs> Definitely that makes not. sense. Yeah. yeah. And, and we talked smart. about getting it in the garage, but as you, you know, you know, from, from your install, um, we wouldn't have to, you know, dig up our yard. Um, at least from my understanding, but I, I do know that there would have to be some type of upgrade underground that was going to make it a lot more expensive. Um, right. Actually, no, let me let me take a step back. We actually were going to go from above our house and actually run up and then over to the oh, garage. Oh, jump and across. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was going to be like, I think, double the install cost. So yeah. this yeah. is just better. I think this makes sense, too. This is probably the most flexible if you will too, like if you have visitors, you can have them plug in like your own cars. Like I've even realized with home charging too, like you don't, if you've got a relatively short commute, you don't have to be plugging in every day. No, I know you did that in Cleveland too. It was like, you just charged up and then would move it into the garage or just back the car up when you were done charging. So, um, I think that's another thing to consider with home charging. It doesn't necessarily need to be where you park your car. It's probably more convenient to do it that way, but Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily need to be, that route so definitely yeah and and the cool thing with the tesla wall connector is i'm still you know looking through all the settings but you can um restrict it and you can provide access to people really Um, so you know if we ever turn our house into like a rental property one day or something you know we this could be a huge perk for for somebody that's Um, really cool yeah and and plus like another reason we went with the wall connector is you know we're we're considering solar panels in yeah like in a few years um, as well as potentially battery backup and Tesla's um, power wall and uh, solar panels are available in Ohio now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, no Tesla, but at least we got their products. <laughs> so. Right. 
Yeah. Are you gonna do a? Uh, are you gonna do any like color matched faceplate or any kind of like fancy stuff to it? Are you looking at any of that yet? <laughs> so, so I actually found out that I I looked at that faceplate that Tesla offers. You um, it, you can't just snap off that glass panel. Oh, you really? Actually, you have to remove the charger. Like you have to like unscrew it from the wall. Oh and my then gosh! You have to yeah. So um, I think we're going to leave it white for now, but I really want to do either red or black. Like, Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, but um, you'll have to stop over soon and, and give it a try. It's, it's a yeah. beautiful charger. <laughs> That's Yeah, they look – Tesla makes one of the better-looking, I think, home chargers too because they keep it pretty sleek and, like, modern. Um, mm-hmm. And how long is this cord? Uh, it's 25 – I think it's 24 or 25 feet. Oh, geez, so it's super long. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can reach all over the place with that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can charge um, your neighbor's and... car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whenever they go electric, <laughs> that's funny. That's why we restrict it. Um, that's right. Yeah. What another another reason I went with this um, too is the connector is really slim. Um, and I was watching Tom Malogny's video on State of his YouTube channel State of Charge, and. Um, he actually it's really cool he does this thing where he'll like deep freeze a charger have you seen any mm-hmm. of his videos i've seen a little bit yeah oh did you Why just did you bal- give balloons it's because you I... did the peace sign i think is that how it works yeah if you give like certain I... do like a heart thing with your hands do that <laughs> oh <laughs> that's like a uh i think that's a mac thing like with the built-in webcam I don't know how to turn. Somebody did that on a video call at work the other day. Like they flashed something with their hands and it like did an animation. And I'm like, oh, what was that? <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Now you know. Yeah, now I know. I've only seen the thumbs up one, but I've never seen the balloons or That's anything. Funny. Yeah. Um, I forgot what. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you seen Tom Malogny's videos? With like, I haven't. The... I need to watch more of those because as much as a nerd I am about charging, I don't watch a ton of like EV videos. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all busy, so I understand yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, his videos are just really cool. Like he'll he'll um take like a heating element and actually like you know like put it really close to a, a charger while it's charging a vehicle to see like how it reacts to like extreme temperatures. Yeah. And um, one of his things is he'll deep freeze a, a charger to see like the um the uh if the cable is like manageable like under mm. like cool temperatures yeah. and uh the wall connectors were some of the most um bendable and like you know like flexible charging cables that's good to know yeah so yeah so especially with the sitting like out there you know it should uh hopefully we'll see in the winter time <laughs> yeah and it literally got down to what like under 10 degrees for a few weeks last winter in ohio mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh not looking forward to that <laughs> no me, me neither me neither but hey you know so. at least we have a uh, safe electrical stuff now for heating <laughs> space heaters right right <laughs> but did you end up getting that space heater by chance that i recommended I, no so not not yet not yet okay. we, um we found a decent deal on one at costco but it's not the radiant heat um i still mm. need to watch that video that you sent over to nerd yeah. out about space heaters <laughs> but um yeah no we, we're still doing some research on it just to gotcha. see um that that was actually one thing i consulted with our electrician today just to make sure that like yeah. our house could handle it um right. in the in the room th- this is another thing and you know you, you being a homeowner i'm sure you've done this um just becoming familiar with what your house is actual cape like actually capable of um right. electrically and understanding what rooms can handle what um 
found out our family room with eight outlets is uh, on a 15 amp circuit, <laughs> like breaker. A single circuit so, to eight outlets is what you're mm-hmm. saying. So yes. yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously we have to be careful of that, but that's where right. that uh, space heater will end up. So, you know, we just have to be mindful of that. But, you can't um, plug in three space heaters in that room. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can plug in one. Aluminum wire. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So that, that's just going to be my uh, my uh, soapbox moment. Just, just right. be mindful of what your house is actually capable of. <laughs> yeah. One thing I need to do, um, kind of tangential to your uh, your home update stuff, <clears throat> I'll probably do maybe over the winter because we'll be kind of stuck inside. Uh I want to just better label everything in our house, especially oh, elect- yeah. electrically. Um, and I've seen a tip from some people is on the back of the outlet covers, write what circuit that outlet is connected to in your electrical oh, box. That's so smart. like quickly, you can yeah. just like, you don't have to, obviously you still want to check if you're doing any work or anything, but like you can at least flip it around quickly and be like, oh, this is on the same circuit as that one right over there and that one and that one and that one, like all eight in your family room. So you could quickly see like, hey, we can't overload these. We can't have, like, four different things running at once, our TV on, and, like, a space heater running. Like, we can't do all that in this room. So mm-hmm. that's something I want to do. And then we've got wires, like, just running everywhere in the basement. I'm pretty sure oh. half of them are just Oops. just need, like, deleted and taken out. So um, that I want to label and, like, test as well to see, like, where is all this actually going? Because, <laughs> like... <laughs> homes unfortunately and this is i think true in a lot of places is like things just kind of stack on top of each other some people don't always like remove the old stuff they'll just cover Mm -hmm. up what was there before which is i don't in in my opinion i like to like rip out what's there first and then add the new stuff in instead of just covering everything up so yeah yeah that's uh that's what they did in our basement they they literally drywalled and sealed off plumbing systems and outlets and it's like I get it. It looks prettier, but when you have a rusted out outlet, that's still active. Like, right. You kind right. of want to know what's there. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's tough, but Fun. yeah, we're, we're in the same position with all the wires that are just like not connected to anything that we just need to get out right. and clean yeah. up. Yeah. Well, and our weird thing is too, and I make, I may call safe electric actually to do this kind of electrical thing, but we have like some outlets that were working fine during our inspection and now suddenly do not work. Like, and I don't oh. know what changed. So I don't know if something came loose or I flipped some random switch in the basement and it turned them off upstairs or what. <laughs> um, cause we just have random light switches in the basement too. There's that uh, piece as well. So that I don't know <laughs> what they so, go to. So it's so very random. fun. Very fun. Yeah. <laughs> but well i you know who i recommend yeah, <laughs> yeah. so oh home yeah. ownership but right yeah, i, I right. actually i was thinking about this a lot i feel like our podcast is you know we talked a lot about transportation you know like building up to this point in in our our um you know discography or whatever we want to call our backlog of episodes but um i i feel like we're slowly moving into the home aspect of yeah uh, living electric which is fine yeah. i mean yeah we learn a lot so that's why it's living electric and not living ev or something like that yeah. we're flexible here right so yeah, exactly um, <laughs> but yeah i'm excited for kind of the next generation of home electrification i think that's going to be a big trend over the next mm-hmm. 10 years is everything is going to become more electrified in the home um, we're not going to have as many gas appliances we're not going to have as much like gas generators we're going to do a lot more battery solar home electrification 
there's a lot of ways to optimize even your current like electrical setup. I think I brought up before, like if you've got a smaller panel, you obviously installed a 200 amp panel, but some people only have a 150 or 100 in an older home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may have been replaced and is a more modern panel, but then you're looking at EV charging that's instantly going to take a third of your capacity by installing kind of a typical level two outlet. So running that at the same time as your washer dryer and other things in your home just isn't feasible, but you can, with a lot of these new products, you can schedule those things a lot better. It can work in tandem versus fighting with each other. So there's a lot of stuff like that. I'm super excited for to kind of hit mainstream, if you will. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I, w- I want to wrap up this episode since we started, you know, with the, the, the living electric uh, segment. Right. Um, w- what is one thing that you guys are planning on for your house, like in, in the future? Yeah, that would be uh, for uh, for me or for the audience. Uh, <laughs> you can answer it. Anybody who's <laughs> listening could answer it. <laughs> you ended that in a like weird I, way. I wasn't sure if you're asking was, me or uh, like no, your tone actually, at the end. <laughs> the reason I kind of like trailed off is because like you took it in a direction. I was talking to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, anybody yeah. who's listening, let, let us know. But <laughs> yeah. No, it's for late. us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For us, I think like step one is like figuring out what the heck we have right now, like where everything is going. We luckily had a brand new panel installed right before we moved in, which was great. So we've got a modern 200 amp panel, but I'm pretty sure we have some aluminum wiring running around. Mm -hmm. I think we have, we definitely have like solid copper wiring, which is not really a thing anymore either, just because it's very difficult to bend and move around, but it's definitely like, um, safer, um, but yeah, figuring that out and then upgrade wise, I would like to eventually transition everything in the house to electric. We've still got a gas range, um, a gas uh, cooktop, like we've got that gas appliance, which I think is the main thing and our HVAC actually. So our like uh, our HVAC unit is all gas. So I'd like to convert that to electric. The downside is like both of those things are brand new. So like I don't want to rip them out if they're working fine they aren't really causing problems there's not there's no point really spending money on that right now just as a financial decision so yeah yeah no that makes sense yeah electrify uh, you know as well as save money Uh, yeah Yeah. that's that's the biggest thing yeah (laughs) Yeah. and as well as not being wasteful too you know like you said that all this stuff is brand new like you don't want to just waste it so Mm -hmm. yeah well, you're, you're cutting emissions in other aspects, so it's fine. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say we do use a lot of electric heaters in our house. So, like, I mentioned the radiator heater. Highly recommend those if you want to get a space heater. Um, most people are familiar with, like, the ones that have the big fan and, like, blow through, like, a metal, like, thing that heats up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's usually ceramic heaters. Um, they actually make, like, plug-in radiator heaters, which are way more effective, like, heat the air. They're not as loud. They're a little bit more expensive, but they can they heat rooms a little bit more effectively. So, um, that uh, that was a good uh, good purchase last season because it got very cold in some of our rooms, and we were able to move that around. So that's good. Oh, good. Well, it's still it's still on our shopping list, so we're still doing research. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say, especially for those uh, those like add on rooms. I know a lot of older homes have those where it's just like they just bumped out a wall and put a room on (laughs) (laughs) and then it's got three exterior walls so those rooms are always cold so that's it's definitely been beneficial for our our family room oh good good yeah 
Well, we'll uh, include lists, or not lists, uh, links, links in the uh, notes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's getting late. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That means it's time to wrap up. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Let us know what you're planning to do to your home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll pass yes, it off to you up. now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, um, yeah, if you guys have any questions about, you know, like electrical things around the house, just let us know. You know, yeah. it's a learning lesson. And, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for uh, coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We'll talk to you all next week.